Welcome back, film and pop culture fans, to a brand new episode of Quality Check Podcast. And we are halfway through the year. Joining you right now is one of your hosts for Quality Check Podcast. Yours truly, Daniel Posey. Across the internet, we're LinkedIn hands, electronically speaking, Drew Douglas. Man, I thought you were going to stop and start that over again like seven times. And you've been working all day, so I know you're tired. Uh, it was kind of, I was a little frantic and, and it was fine. Everything was going okay, smooth. And then I ended up, uh, the last like probably 30 minutes, there were several things that kind of hit all at once. And I'm like, oh my goodness, this is, I like the surprise that's happening at the box office. What was the surprise at the box office? There, uh, I don't know. Like it's kind of, we were talking about that before diving into this, just in terms of movies that are looking like they're not going to do so great and then other movies that have done decent okay for example like spider spider-man and the spider-verse that was like four times it raked in four times more than the original into the spider-verse so across the spider-verse got like four times the amount um that was a surprise i'd say that's a pretty big surprise i feel like people were hyped for that did you like it I did. Yeah, it was actually, you know, it's funny because I don't know if it's like a recency effect or not, but walking out of the theater, um, I felt the same as whenever I watched Into the Spider-Verse. I felt myself to be more forgiving of certain issues. I think this movie definitely had, since it opens itself up to a lot more without spoiling anything, it just opens things up more in in a greater sense story-wise and with characters and i think when you do that there's a higher possibility of just like issues faults flaws and um even with that i felt myself to be pretty forgiving but i have to say like uh, like right now into the spider-verse and across the spider-verse might be my top two favorite spidey movies of all time oh goodness yeah i mean I lo- I'm a huge fan of the Tobey Maguire one and two. Um, and, oh man, I just, there's something about these movies that I just, I really dig. And it's like, you can only do it in an animated movie. That's, I think that's why I have a hard time lumping everything together. I know it's all connected, but they can do, they have the freedom to do so much Yeah, with these animated movies that, uh, it's I don't know it's I can't like connect to live action and this one together for some reason. That's another reason why I slightly hesitate with um, with that. But oh man, it's still though I just had so much fun. Uh, the audience was into it. I would say like the screening that I went to, it wasn't sold out by any means, but it was like maybe half half of the theater uh, was packed and it got great reaction. Uh, like no, no wild pops, like what we got with, uh, no way home. But I will say that some of these like cameos and Easter eggs, it's like deserving of things. That's as nutty as a response that no way home got. How? I mean, the no way home stuff is legendary. Yeah. At at this point, it's, I, it'd be tough to beat it, but I don't. Yeah. I, I could think of a few things the MCU could do that would get reactions like that, but it would be bringing back like Robert Downey yeah. and um, Chris Evans, stuff like that. Yeah. People would lose it. I, uh, but yeah, overall though, it was a fun movie, great movie. And um, I think this, 
I don't know. It's tough because the other thing is I mentioned with the surprise is, you know, with this movie doing so well opening weekend, I just have a feeling that it's going to drop significantly because there are so many movies coming out in June. But, you know, people are choosing like one movie a month, if that. And I think this, it, I mean, could this steal? I think this will steal from The Flash. I think this could end up taking some of its business. But I don't know. It's weird. Like, I think that's another surprise because with them talking up The Flash as much as what they are, as in like our last podcast, um, filmmakers and actors and uh, authors like Stephen King and yet it's almost like they're trying this guerrilla marketing in a sense, this word of mouth to try to hype it up. And uh, I don't know. I don't know. I guess we'll find out soon enough it'll, if it'll work. But at this point uh, with Spider-Verse uh, making the money that it has, it'll be inter- I think this is going to be the first big test of can, you know, we get a big movie or multiple big movies once a week for like a month because this is the first time we've had this and honestly since 2020 well it i don't think there's going to be carryover but i do think spider-man is going to be number one again this week transformers i think that's going to be a bomb yeah the flash will be number one because in three weeks it's not going to hold spider-man is not going to be uh, like the flash could really tank and do 50 and still be okay but we're going to do just June Rotten Tomatoes picks today. And I finally updated the standings. And I hate to say it to you, but you're kind of, you're in a slump. Yeah, I'm kind of, I kind of like dug a hole for myself. After guessing, uh, I even surprised myself, surprised myself with some of the guesses for the last couple of months. But man, the last, like recently, I have just, mm-hmm. just destroyed myself. Well, you started off this year bad, and then you basically caught up, and then now you're on a, a losing streak again. <laughs> you're not that far behind. It's a, Right now, it's 11 to 6, so you're not out of it yet. And today, we're going to guess Transformers, Rise of the Beasts, The Flash, Extraction 2, The Blackening, No Hard Feelings, and then Indie, Dial of Destiny, which we know... There's reviews, but it's at 50% right now. And I'm always curious, and there's not a ton of reviews, so I'm, I'm interested in uh, what we think it's going to go up to or if it might fall. Like, with it premiering at Cannes Film Festival, I'm curious, like, how many are, like, just being maybe too harsh on it? I don't know. We'll find out because, well, I'm not going to say anything, but we'll start with Transformers. And you want me to start with this one? I'm not even going to look at the other Rotten Tomato scores for this movie because that was Michael Bay. Bumblebee did well, I think. Has, have they done any more in between? No. I mean, this looks awful. I think this looks so bad. Yeah. I, I mean, it looks like the same stuff that they were putting out in the Michael Bay era. Yeah, I don't want to say necessarily it looks bad, but it looks like every single beat from those Michael Bay movies. I have no intention of seeing this in theaters. I just don't, I don't care. I'm going to say this is 53%. That's, uh, that's, that's not bad. Um, I, uh, man, I, I went lower, but uh, who knows at this rate, I can, 
I just need help. So I, I went with 40%. But here's a funny thing. I pulled up Bumblebee. Bumblebee got 91. Good grief. I had fun with that. I do, I do feel like that this movie will get decent reviews overall. I think it'll get pretty high. But Do you think this one will? Weirdly, yeah. Like right now, there are some movies getting higher scores than what I actually expected have expected them to. Well, why are you doing forty percent? I got I got to switch it up. I'm going kind of in reverse of what I would normally go for because I yeah, I haven't okay. done so. Good. You're gonna are you gonna do that with every single one of these? That's my theme. I told you that I've got a theme with choosing, and that's yep. So I'm sticking to it. Let's save the flash. And jump to extract because the flash. I mean, I don't know. I extraction two. I almost didn't put this on because it's a Netflix movie, but the last one had nearly three hundred reviews and it was at sixty seven percent, which is, I guess, it was fine. But good gosh, that seems too high. Well, all I will say is that Tyler Tyler Rake is going to get raked over the coals with this one. Oh, jeez. And then uh, I'm going to sit at a soft uh, crap tomato with 50%. Mm, 67% to 50%. Hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be like disastrously low, but it's going to be low. I think how we left the first extraction and how we pick up with this is going to set the tone. And if critics don't like that, I think it's just going to it's going to face an uphill battle for the rest of the movie. I'm going to swing for the fences. I'm going to say it's more of the same people dig it, and maybe even a few more dig it. I'm going to say 70%. The old 70% for Extraction 2. The other thing that's interesting with these movies, John Wick kind of started this phase of long action takes, and Extraction uses that a lot. I mean, that's kind of, they lean into the John Wick style action choreography. And I wonder if that's going to start just driving audiences, critics, especially um, to the point of saying, you know what, I've had enough of this. This one time was not revolutionary, but it was a nice change of pace. What happens when that change of pace becomes this pace and it's setting the pace and it's like, all right, well, let's change it up again. Yeah. It starts to feel dated or something. Yeah. And I'm wondering, could this be that moment? Plus, it's Netflix, <laughs> which doesn't give me much <laughs> hope that this is going to be any good. Have they started that dumb password sharing rule that they have? Yeah, I think it's like a soft launch of that, but they're quote unquote cracking down. That is not going to go well. No. Good luck, Netflix. Yeah. yeah. Um. We'll do The Blackening next. It's like a comedy horror film, which I think actually looks pretty funny. It does. I don't know if they've screened this before. Um, like if I feel like they did, and it got decent a decent mm-hmm. reaction. I'm I'm gonna say hmm, I'll say seventy five percent. Okay, the old seventy five percent. That seems. Um Man, that's that's pretty close to what I was originally thinking, but I got to go a little bit in reverse. <laughs> and um, so I'll drop my score a bit, and I'll just say 60, 62%. I thought you were going to be like, I'm going 1%. <laughs> uh, 62%. Okay, okay. 
again, this could be a, like a tonal. I can't quite pinpoint the tone that they're going. Like, is it going to be like scary movie? It's not going to be like scary movie, but mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm getting the vibe of it's very meta. So it's scream, but it's a comedy. Yeah, and then you are obviously adding the slasher elements, which I hope I hope people are really dying. Like this is an actual slasher. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I would see this in theaters. That might be a, a wait for video. Yeah. I mean, this this looks like it could be fun. Like, if you get a good audience, this could be a lot of fun. Yeah, that, that would do it. But you don't know what you're going to get. I think the reviews would have to be really good for me to be like, oh, I'll, I'll go see that this weekend. Yeah. Now, one that I don't have an intention of seeing, even if it comes on, well, I could, I could see us watching this. But no hard feelings with Jennifer Lawrence, a new comedy. It looks okay. Yeah, I mean, I've been hearing better things about it, and it just didn't look very interesting to me. And um, but I don't like this. This could be fun. Like this is, I know, I believe it was at CinemaCon, and they were touting this as like you've never seen Jennifer Lawrence like this before. And weirdly enough, we haven't. So it could be like one of those fun R-rated romps that's a little bit in line of, say, Wedding Crashers or um, The Hangover where audiences just eat it up and critics kind of do. Um, I think they're going to be harder on it for sure. We don't get R-rated comedies like this much. I can't remember Mm -hmm. the last one. It definitely, it definitely feels like it's been it's been a while. If anything, we get these on um, yeah, streaming. Streaming, it's a streaming thing now, maybe. Yeah, like the uh, was that the, the Eddie Murphy Jonah Hill movie? I don't think that was like R rated. Oh yeah, that it was. I haven't I haven't seen it, but I know it was R. I'm gonna say I'm I'm gonna take because originally I thought it would be a low, like really low, but then looking at your score. I think from the last movie, I think I'm going to go with 75. I'm going to choose 75. I think this could, it might be one of those where it's like, yeah, it just feels so good to have like an R-rated movie like this. Yeah. I'm I'm going kind of low. I'm going to, I'm going to reverse what you did kind of with the extraction thing. I'll say 62%. Kind of that middle ground where it's not super stupid but it's not great. Like it's not an all-time comedy. It's interesting. I'm going back and looking at like the Hangover got 79%, Wedding Crashers 75%, Hangover 2 got 34%. But that was basically a repeat of the first movie. And then with all those two, that was a different time. Like those movies, I don't think if they came out today would do or at least be well-received. You know, the I guess, I don't know if you we could consider this... Um part of that since this was like more of a superhero movie but deadpool um like that's i mean you could say r-rated comedy but that was also like r-rated superhero that we don't get a lot of and i think that uniqueness in that and just like the portrayal that ryan reynolds has with um with wade as in deadpool um i don't know i think I don't know if those can really be compared, but like a com- like a straight up comedy. I don't know. It could. I feel like this could do decent among critics. I don't think it's going to do well at the box office. 
No, there's too many like it's like it it comes out in like the third week of June. It's it's between a lot of really big things. It's gonna do really bad, but it's yeah. probably cheap. Now, would you rather do the Flash or Indie next? Oh boy, um, we've already talked about both of these movies on the last podcast. Yeah, very excited for both. We have one getting crazy good word of mouth one so far that it's not but they could be snooty critics they could just That's be real true. snooty <laughs> and indie currently at 50 percent on the rotten tomatoes but we're like three weeks away and there's only like 30 something reviews yeah what do you want to do first uh i mean we could do we could do indie indie okay is it my pick first is it yeah <laughs> oh man i think it will go above 50 um oh man this is tough for me to think that it's going to shoot up 20 something percent to get into the 70s though that feels that feels too hard man um i'll say 60 i'll say say 64 percent wow it's going to go up at least 14 percent i went up a little bit but i think I don't know. Like, mm. I went with 57. Ooh. I don't know if there's a lot of wiggle room with this. Yeah. I, it's I, hard. I, I think other critics could be persuaded, per se, after seeing the current review or reviews. Um, but, yeah, this I wanted to get a decent score, but... Whew. It's going to be... That'll be interesting. Now, The Flash... Again, we got Tom Cruise and David Zaslav just losing their minds for this movie. I think it looks really cool. I can't wait to see this movie. I'm still going to go relatively low. Not low. Um, I'll say 78%. Wait, why am I going first? Well, I got I'd 78%. You're excited for it. Um, interesting. This is... I don't know if I should do this or not because... I've been kind of reversing, and I earlier I wrote down 82, and I think I'm going to stick with that. Mm. Yeah, that's a good – I think that's a great pick. I, yeah, because I, I think I – do, I do wonder if, based on what we're hearing, if so many people are talking it up, and, and it's not just like it's, – it, it's not just like Tom Cruise and Stephen King – there have been others come from CinemaCon where they're like, this was good. It's not like the best superhero movie, but it's good. And I think that will end up like, that sounds like a B score to me, which would, to me, translate to an 80, roughly 80%. I like it. So they've already apparently written the script for the second one. Did you read that article? No, I haven't. And they um, talk about Ezra will be on the red carpet for this and... Um, I guess it all depends on the box office. If we get this kind of thing again, like it could continue on, even though they're kind of rebooting it. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Uh, the box office for this is going to be super interesting because it's tracking. I mean, seventy million for the Flash. I don't know if that's good or bad. Yeah, I, and they're they're that's an estimation. I bet it's below that. I bet it's in the sixties. That seems. That seems low, but I don't know. Oh, man. I just this I just can't quite pinpoint with this movie like what to think. 
Because if, man, like at one point, I think this movie will do better. And that that is kind of like what we talked about with uh, Guardians, where they were releasing lower numbers. So that way they can say, oh, we were surprised in a good way. And I kind of wonder if they're doing that. But at the same time, like, maybe it's worse than what they're saying. Maybe it's going to like, maybe people are truly just so sick of DC. I do think that there is, we're on the downward of comic book movies and not terms of like in general, I just think we've been burned. Audiences have been burned enough that they're like, you know what? I'm not just going to take this at face value anymore. I'm going to be harsher. You could say they follow a format, but that's what they want. Like make it and don't try to alienate the people that love your stuff. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, what I've heard, it sounds like the flash does that, but I honestly, I kind of think that the true story, the, the big tale of this will come after it's released, like in the weeks that follow not opening weekend. I think it will kind of set the tone, but if it has more of an avatar effect where it like goes up, then it's like, okay, this is doing decent or at least not goes up, but just has less of a drop. Mario would be a good example of that. I, I'm ex- I, I am excited for that one. Uh, I think of any more well, that indie, those are the top. And then the rest are just, I don't know. I'll watch when I watch or I won't watch actually the blackening and extraction too. They're like that tier below, and then everything else just looks. Yeah, yeah. Rise, Rise of the Beasts is kind of like a. Would it be? Is it right to say ten years too late? Because <laughs> it kind of is. Yeah, is there, is there still an audience for that? I don't know. Like, have you heard ta- heard anyone talk about that movie? No. <laughs> I also, I was going to say this for the No Hard Feelings. That trailer is before everything that I see. And I feel like I haven't seen the Transformers one that much. You know, what's funny, whenever I've seen that before other movies and whenever I've um, talked to others who were fans of the Michael Bay movies, like, actually, I like those. They're just not that, they're like, meh. They're not talking about it, about this movie. It was It was something that we got the trailer for, and I'm like, oh, that's coming out this year. Like, I didn't even know. I didn't I haven't been paying any attention and have read nothing about it. I just know that it doesn't look good. That's going to be a big bomb, I bet. They're, that's yeah, they're yeah. going to they're going to really probably rethink Transformers from this point on. I th- yeah, I d- I do think this is going to be like a wake-up call. And then watch it'll like do so well that they're like <laughs> we've greenlit a sequel and we're going to turn we're this into another more. major franchise. Yeah. Well, who knows. Uh yeah, I'm not seeing that. You can't make me. Well, yeah, this will be this. I honestly think this list is the most interesting uh, from what we've had, because not only with the amount of movies, but also that like there, all of these are pretty different overall. It's your chance to come back too. you could be you could actually be winning by the end of this month. Let's hope so. I need I need a, a good comeback story, because right now I am in the dirt. I'm in the trenches and. It stinks. Now I know what what you were feeling for a while where it's like, man, I'm just so far behind. Maybe I'll just swing for all of these and I'll just come up with something so absurd 
to try to <laughs> guess because apparently my normal guessing is that bad. Yeah, it's so hard though. And I do. I think after this month, you're gonna. I don't. I don't want to say you'll break even with me, but I bet you'll be. You're you're five down now, which is not a lot. I bet you're within two to three. Man, I hope so. Because these are all like you said, they're all so different, and it's it's like wild card month. I need to come back like Chris Hemsworth as Tyler Rake. And he's like, I'm back, baby. I came back from the dead. That's going to be my uh, my story for the RT game. They really should have called it Extraction 2 Back from the Dead. <laughs> yeah. Like, we're, we're really kind of dropping the ball by just calling it Extraction 2. Or Extraction to the Grave. Oh, that's good. What if they do, I bet at some point, the, you know, Chris Hemsworth moves on, but they do like a, tr- a Tyler Rake prequel. And it's like a younger actor. You know that's something that they would do. (laughs) Oh, that would be fun. Um, I just, I'm here for like the Fast and Furious absurd titles. Can't wait for us to get to Extraction X. And then it's like, do we call it X or 10? (laughs) Yeah, you call it EX. (laughs) I'm down for that. I'm, I'm, I'm up for that. Well, I think that's going to do it for this episode because we're running out of time, as always. Oh, boy. Thanks, Zoom. Yeah. Uh, Pouring one out for you, Zoom. So until next time, keep watching.